I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. We're the guys from That Film Shoot, and this is our latest review. Tetris. Directed by Jonas Bard, Tetris is the biographical thriller based on true events around the race to license and patent the video game Tetris in the late 1980s during the Cold War. The movie is out now on Apple TV, but if you haven't watched Tetris yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us, and feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Studio Podcast. So, Luke, you've already kind of told us, but what is Tetris about? Hank Rogers, played by Taron Edgerton, discovers Tetris in 1988 and then risks everything by traveling to the Soviet Union where he joins forces with inventor Alexei Parjanov, played by Nikita Evanov, to bring the game to the masses. Can I just say, the first thing I want to just get out of the way, so I don't dwell on it, if I watch one more movie that includes the holding out for a hero song, this, like, this month or next month, I swear to God. Like, but you know what? You they did it well. <laughs> you show me an example of it not working, and I'm with you, but I don't think you can. For me, I don't go to Shrek. <laughs> I go to the Lois and Clark New Adventures of Superman pilot from 1990 oh, wow. when he's when Martha is sewing all the costumes. Montage. Bonnie Tyler. Love it. <laughs> Oh, it is in that pilot episode. That's mad. But it's no, so seriously, <laughs> Shazam, Fury of the Gods, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and then this Again, movie. Like, show me an example of it not working. Oh, <laughs> it's just three movies pretty much in succession, very close period of time. Like, I feel like it's been a month. Like, who holds the license for that song? Because somebody very rich. <laughs> because they're just. <laughs> taking the pit they're just like hey movie studio yep you can have it you can have it yep illumination you've got it all good dc sure <laughs> do you know what okay anyway. let's we'll talk music more later on when this film was announced all i knew is that a tetris film had been announced we've had angry birds we've had <laughs> the, the emoji, emoji movie. movie like do you know sure. what I mean? and i was thinking ah that's what this is gonna. I mean, this is absolutely not Thing, that. Things like uh, even like the Lego movie and stuff like, oh, okay, is it gonna be? It's gonna be some sort of creative things with the blocks. Hell, even what was the Adam Sandler movie with like you know Pixels. The space invaders and Duncan Pixels? Yeah, it's like, is it gonna be like Tetris is like some sort of in space invasion? No, it's a, it's a it's a thriller. You've got the the Cold even, War. Even before I knew it was that, and even from the one time I watched the trailer, just very briefly, and I just got a quick idea of the movie, and I was like, I'm in, I was thinking, all right, the social network, you know, like the various Steve Jobs type movies where it's, you know, like, oh, look, the creation of this very well-known, this business thing, this company, the drama that happens, you know, the backstabbing and the, you know, all the 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 stuff within these these real humans, all of that, the interesting story behind, like, yeah, this could be cool. Like, 
and that's what this movie starts as. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Like it's happened pretty quickly, but I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a few different, literally some players. And I was like, all right, this is this is sick. And then suddenly, oh my god, we're watching a political thriller. Like, what <laughs> is happening? I know. Honestly, Why I mean, are we in Soviet Union, Russia? And holy shit, <laughs> this wasn't. Why am I afraid? <laughs> this wasn't on the on the podcast schedule at all. I just watched it because I'd seen that first trailer, and I was like. What is happening? Like this is not what I thought the movie was going to be at all. And they show in the trailer that scene, the car chase, and then it turns into pixels. And it's like, wow, this is this is interesting and looks great. So I'd watched it, and and here we are. <laughs> you now have Apple TV Plus, and it's like, let's do it. We've both seen it now, and I just wanted to talk about it. I literally, I literally started my six months free trial subscription that I got with my PS5. <laughs> that out there purely to watch this. Like, it works. Like, it gets people. I mean, I haven't paid for anything, but it's like it works. It gets people subscribed. I get. But you mentioned, you know, like the like the pixels elements, the where the the movie kind of has all those like video game kind of. I guess like title cards and transitional bits, and the bit where the car chase kind of turns into. I like the title cards. I like the, you know, the the the, the map traveling globe thing. I'm like, that, that's cool. That works as a transition thing. I didn't like it when it was, and I don't remember it from the trailer. I didn't like it when like the car chase kind of turned into a video game. I was like, why are they? I did, like, and that, that's what I'm talking why about. That is why? in the trailer. That is in the trailer because it's. I mean, just look at look at what's happening around us right now. We've got on the big screen, we've got <laughs> a Super Mario Brothers movie. We've got an espionage thriller, Tetris. We've got The Last of Us <laughs> on the small screen. It's like there's so much good video game adaptions at the moment, but this is very different. I mean, I was reading that when the writer was putting this together, they were very concerned like in the UK, they were going to get a certificate U, which here in Australia is a G, general audiences. They purposely put some bad language in there because, I mean, Tetris, it sounds like it's going to be a kid's movie because it's based on that popular <laughs> video oh, game. So they were worried that if they didn't have a certificate, that that obviously implied that it wasn't a It wouldn't, film. yes, and wouldn't get marketed the right way. I mean, yeah, even the poster. The audience showing up. Yeah, yeah, but even the poster is fun. Like, you've got Edgerton's face. He's got that great mustache. You've got the, the Tetris shapes on his face. But this is a very interesting story. And we're saying, you know, biographical. The guys that lived this movie... They kind of didn't. <laughs> like, obviously, this movie is very loosely based, and you have to assume that watching these, and that's exactly what when I'm watching it. And I'm like, when they were being interviewed, basically, they were like saying that to begin with. Now, this is a movie made by Marv. It's the production company that was started by Matthew Vaughan. So, him and Edgerton have done a lot of films together: Rocket Man, The Kingsman films. There might be another one I'm blanking on, but they've done a lot of stuff together. Well, but they, anyway, they, they in the, with Edgerton, but they, yes, but in the early stages, what was happening? Like the guys that lived this, they would be back and forward with the the the, the scriptwriters. Okay, so and they were like saying maybe less of this, more of that. And when they got to the part about the car chase, the real guys are like, 
okay, so this has absolutely got away from us right now. That didn't happen. And so it's like, from what they're saying, the majority of the film never really happened. But <laughs> Hank going to uh, Russia, sure, yeah. Tetris, I mean, that happened. So it's, it's like tries to tell you. <laughs> like the actual event uh here are the dot points of key things that happened like yep hank uh, hank went to the soviet union hank spoke to this guy hank kind of got hassled by some soviet union government guys they interfered with something blah 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 blah. um when the stuff was agreed you know they finally got the deal and stuff it was like yeah they were pretty much bullied into leaving the country they drove to the airport <laughs> and then from I mean, i've got to like, be honest that sounds not as interesting. Yeah. So it's like, how do we beat going to <laughs> Nintendo oh. with the Game Boy taking off Mario to put Tetris on there? Hundred percent happened. <laughs> that part, that part happened. Sure, yeah. yeah. So I mean, things have happened, but it's the they realized. The yeah, they realized very early on. Okay, this is this is Hollywood. Like they made a very entertaining <laughs> film, which you could believe when watching it. Like. Wow, this I all believed. <laughs> I believed to an extent. I believed with with follow up questions. I was like, "This is so crazy that it's like this couldn't have happened." But then it's also, but it could have, because obviously going into another country during the Cold War, you know, like there's there's political things, and you know, it's a it's essentially a different world that you're entering. There would be things, and there's nothing in this movie that it's like so outrageous that it's like that couldn't have happened. It's like you go somewhere, you know, you get roughed up by like government officials. It's a bit too much power with these. All of this could, it's very real, and it it does happen, and it can happen, and I guess it did. Like, not necessarily in this situation, but like stuff like that did happen. I was like, I was believing it, but then I still was like, I need to look into it. Because it's just it's, too it's, insane. It's plausible enough, though, isn't it? Yes. I mean, the whole setup, I mean, him going through it, when Hank sets out, he's like, right, I need to have Tetris. Like, he's falling asleep at night and he's seeing the blocks. He's like, it's all I can think about. I need, this is this is going to make, you know, a success like of me and for my family. I've seen those colours, man. Oh. <laughs> but he's like, I need to do this. You believe his drive. Taron Egerton, I mean, he's great. I don't think I've ever seen him turn in a bad performance. And he'll wear a moustache. He'll wear those big glasses <laughs> of Eddie the Eagle. But do you know what I mean? Like, he's like, he's not gonna, he's not the kind of actor that like, I will be in your film, but I want to look cool. Like, he'll play the part. Like, he plays the character, the look, all of it. And you're really getting a character out of him, although based on a real person, but you you mm. believed his desperation. The thing with, with his with his like other performances, you know, like when he you know, you've got like character, you know, someone like a Johnny Depp or something where it's like a lot of the characters they're playing are, you know, big character. They're like, you know, it's a character actor. Taron Edgerton seems to be playing sort of like like character, you know, someone like an Elton John or something where it's like something big, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like he's bringing in, like he's not doing character performances. Mm. There's something about how he does it. They're all very different, but they all still seem very grounded and real, if that makes sense. And this one's a prime example of it's like, he is doing a lot where it's like, I don't, like, 
a lot of the time I'm forgetting it's him. I'm like, I'm not seeing, you know, like Eggsy from Kingsman. I'm not seeing Elton John. I'm not seeing Eddie from, is he, does he play Eddie in Egg of the Eagle? Is that the, he does. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm not seeing Eddie. I can't remember the um, I can't, He's not playing not Robin Hood. Him. Yeah. I, I get your point. No, no, it's, it's, it's something different. And I'm like, it's a good performance. I, I mean, this, I'm really liking it. This, I mean, I'm the really stakes the stakes are so high, but this film really pulls you in with the family drama. Like you're spending mm. all that time away from home. Like he's not there for his daughter. She's putting on performances and he's missing those because he's doing what he thinks is right for the family. So like you've got all these like personal character the, moments. The, risky, but then, the, the financial stuff, like like you know, we talk about like threats. And what's the stakes? Doesn't have to be the world ending, but that would be his world ending. If oh, like absolutely, absolutely. But as a result, would lose his wife, his kids, his family, like his whole. It, it, he is putting everything on the line, and it's like they're real stakes. So and he's it's working like, on so many I'm different in. levels. But then you've got <laughs> him going to Nintendo, and you've got all those fun things, which is fun. It's very I fun. Like- I like seeing the Nintendo logo in a movie, <laughs> whether it's the Mario Brothers movie or Tetris. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. And they're talking about Mario and Luigi at some point, and they're using references. And well, that's what they like, say. They're talking about partnerships, aren't they? And they're saying, like, Mario yeah. and Luigi. And, Mario and Luigi. And yeah, and there's a couple of other examples. I'm blanking, but there's a couple of other. Well, there's quite a few video game references that sprinkled throughout the move, but I think. Oh, they the put together a really interesting film because, you know, we're talking about the family drama, that's working. But then you've got all the espionage stuff and the stakes keep getting raised higher and higher. And just those backhanded deals, like, okay, so now this is happening. Sign here. Okay, now this is happening. And he developed I mean, guess- a genuine friendship with Alexi. And Alexi's like, yeah. you're an American. You're not going to, you know, you're going to go back on your word or whatever. But they did, you know, build a genuine friendship and when they're coding together that was such a great moment Mm. yeah there's some there's some nice stuff that like you know when they go to that sort of like underground club thing and it's sort of you know there's a bit of you know peek behind the curtain in terms of oh like you know what was the soviet union like you know in the 80s during the cold war at least leading up towards the end of it and stuff like that where it's like you know you had these people sort of living a certain way and it was like you know, obviously the their world was very much like they're being watched. It was they couldn't they didn't have those freedoms, but then there was still a way that they could escape that for at least a brief moment and have a bit of fun, cut loose, almost like a little bit of a rebellion was sort of happening there. It's just like, you know, there's there's more to just like, oh, the history of Tetris and how the rights got, you know, like sold and all that. It's more like there's a bit of stuff about, you know, that period of time in that part of the world, which is interesting. But, you know, i got to say, I mean, a, a little bit of where I struggled with this movie, and I think, like, watching it again, I probably won't have much of an issue, but, you know, from the get-go, we're introduced very quickly to, again, literally some key players in this story. When we get to, you know, when we we get to whatever that company's called, like Ergson or whatever, and, you know, you've got all those deals and, you know, they're running to different rooms and talking to the different players and being like, oh, what if, what's happening here? I found myself trying to, like, go back and be like, okay, who has the rights to what? You know, there's the consoles, there's the PC, there's the 
the handheld stuff then obviously and the arcade and, all, and i'm like okay who has that and then it's there's reveals of like no that person's lying about actually owning those rights and stuff and then it's like i felt myself losing track a little bit eventually i got caught up and it becomes a lot easier when it's just basically well like no one has it except for you know this or the other or whatever and it's like okay cool but for the for the most part there's a lot happening very quickly but that works so you, you've just said it there like you're trying to follow it but in reality nobody had it so even if you could really follow <laughs> what you're going to be saying yeah. it didn't really mean anything it anyway was like i like that crazy and hectic because it's exactly like, and it's information on top of information on top of information and you're like what is what is even happening and and you're experiencing that as a viewer but that's what the characters are experiencing because like this person thinks they have it somebody else has it it's just yeah it really is all over the place like, i've got to be honest when i when i first watched this i put it on quite late at night so like, i did want to see but it's getting a bit late i thought well, what i'll do is because i think it's like a two-hour movie i'll start it I'll just finish it the next day. I watched the whole thing. I was gripped throughout this movie. Yep. You know, whether it's like who's got what, what's this person's motivations, and you're following this character, that character, and the music, like everything about it, those fun video game references. But the music really was like a lot of fun. So just this music, or this movie even, partly because of the music, just had me... Grips and one of the songs, I think, because you were listening on Spotify, weren't you, to the to the soundtrack? And one of them, well, I think it's called the soundtrack has the soundtrack has both songs, but it also has like some of the score and stuff like right. But when I I clicked well. on on the on the well, you sent me the image and I, I looked it up myself, and there was a track, Benevolence by yep. Pet Shop Boys. And that, that's an actual song. It's been out for a very long time. And the opening sounds just like Tetris. And that's uh, that's in the movie. Yeah, it's great. And then, like, yeah, you, you go further into the, um, the soundtrack, but it's just like, yeah, like, like literally, like, listening to the, if you just watch the, you know, the, the closing credits of the movie, and it's just like, I was just sat there just like, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch the credits because I'm listening to the, <laughs> to the track. It's, it's cool. It's, much like when we were talking about the Mario Brothers movie, how it's like, you know, they had they you got those all those little Mario tunes that you're so familiar with, but then they kind of create like a theatrical version of it, and it's very epic and stuff like that. Here, what they're doing is similar but kind of very different. You know, they've got that Tetris tune, but then they're incorporating it into like this espionage thriller. You know, there's very much like there's Russian influence in the kind of creepiness to it as well this this backing score kind of music when there's tense or action scenes sort of happening not like action scenes but there's a lot of there's a lot of activity going on you've got that tetris music incorporated and it's just like this is just working really well and i'm just like this is a it's a sick score Plus all the like the song choices and stuff that they pick just work really well. I agree. That. I agree. Russian yeah. setting and stuff like it. It works. And obviously for the period, it was all working. The music is fantastic in this movie. Like it is, it's pretty solid. I mean, I think we probably have covered it there unless we want to whinge about holding out for a hero again, but I guess we won't. <laughs> but, no whinging from um, me. 
<laughs> oh, do you know what? What I will mention, um, the actress who plays Sasha, Sophia Lebedeva. Now, I'm not one to sit there and look up, you know, actors and stuff as it is, but I shit you not, she was on screen for about at least 15 minutes into like, you know, you know, picks up, um, you know, Hank and they had their first scene like in the that you know government building and stuff and i dead set was thinking it was olivia de you know uh, the most recent movie she was in elvis as she played priscilla presley oh, and I, was, okay. I thought it was her i genuinely thought it was her to the point where i was like no it is her and then i kept looking and i was like hang on no it's not and i was like wow her like her russian is like really really good it's not her it's um <laughs> it's somebody it's an actress named sophia lebedeva not her at all but a dead set was like oh it looks like it anyway um she did a good job in that and uh nice twist with her character as well that reveal so look there's there's crazy stuff but look um if we're gonna rate this movie out of five what do you have for us i really did have i had a lot of fun with it i really really did and i'm glad that I didn't look into what really happened until after I'd seen the film. Because like you, I'm watching it, and, and certain things you're like, could this really have happened? But for the most part, I'm like, wow, this is insane. I can't believe this actually happened. Yes. That was my experience. You can't take away from that. I mean, after the fact, yeah, okay. <laughs> A lot of it is it is ridiculous. It, it really is. But the... The basis for the story, you know, obviously elements did happen and then the film grew from there. But it's a very well put together film. Everything's working. That car chase, the video game pixels, I thought was a lot of fun. The music, Tarrant Edgerton is fantastic. I really did enjoy this film. And I'm thinking it could, to date, be the best Apple TV Plus film that I've seen. I mean, granted, they do more TV than films, but I'm thinking of <laughs> things like Lucky, the animated movie, Spirited, the Christmas, Will Ferrell, Ryan oh, Edwards, yeah. Sharper. <sighs> anyway, I, I think this is the best. I do think this is the best. I'm going to come in quite high with this one because I had such a good time with it. I'm going to come in at a 4.5 out of 5. Yeah, that, that that sounds good. You know, you mentioned how like you know you're you're planning on ah, like I'll probably do a, a two session thing with this. Um, and look, when when the when the wife and I, you know, we sit down and watch a movie, we we obviously commit for the long haul as much as we can. But sometimes we get to the point where it's like, oh, we've got to call it. We're both like falling asleep or whatever. Let's call it. We'll pick up the next day. We were probably like, I think we probably had an hour left. Our youngest started kicking off. Um, the wife made the noble decision. Hey, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it to bed and just settle and all that kind of stuff. And it was the option of, hey, do I wait for her and continue the next day? And I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna finish this because I just had to. That's that's how good the movie is. I was like, no, 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 you go do with that. I'm gonna finish this movie. It's that good because it is fun. And like you. Did they, I'm watching it. Did any of this happen? It could have. Oh my god, this is madness. I'm enjoying the fact that I have no idea. Again, after the fact, kind of takes a little bit away from it. Um, but it's just like fun story. What they've done with it, just creative. There's genuine tension here. Like I felt uneasy enough times to be like, oh, get out of there, guys. Like this ain't good. It almost turned into like 
like when they're getting on the plane it's like watching bloody the end of argo where it's like get out of there guys you gotta leave the country it's madness um i don't know if i can come in oh, i'll do it I'll, I'll i'll meet you i'll meet you right there with your 4.5 this movie it, was... i mean it's 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 really gripping, really entertaining. It kept both of us up from the sounds of it later than we should have been up <laughs> because it was it was that good, just well put together. The story was really interesting. And I still can't get over the fact that they made a political thriller out of Tetris. I mean, that sounds insane, <laughs> but they've done it. I mean, I think the last time someone made a political thriller where I was like, wow, how did this happen? Like Captain America Winter Soldier, or I was like, hey, they, they did that. They, they made a superhero political thriller. This is this is next level. This is yeah. <laughs> Tetris, man. Tetris, the political thriller. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, again, um, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and the movie is, but it it bloody works. Um, and that's it for our review of Tetris. If you haven't already, check out our other shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics. Each of those also have their own Facebook pages. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews, the Super Mario Brothers movie and Evil Dead Rise. And stay tuned for our upcoming review of Ghosted. You've been listening to Jason. And you've been listening to Luke. Where are the guys from that film stew? See you soon.